Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going in on shadow work and shadows, what it means, how we can use them and overall create a better life for ourselves because we, me, (laughs) I talk about shadows and shadow work all the time in my content, on my stories, um, on the podcast, on other people's podcasts. And it's about time you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about because we're just throwing around the terms shadows. And I'm talking about how much shadow work I've done that has absolutely changed the game in my life. I know some of you have been interested in learning more about shadow work and doing shadow work and integrating your shadows, which is incredible. And I've been getting some more questions on my content recently about shadow work on my shadow work posts. How many times can we say it in an episode? We're about to say it a whole lot more. But yeah, I just hope that this episode provides some clarity and also some action steps for you to be able to start incorporating shadow work into your practices and also integrate your shadows back into your life. Now, I don't want you guys to fall into the same trap that I have fallen into on numerous occasions without realizing it, where my job as a coach, I kind of have to play detective when my clients are sharing with me, like what's going on in their lives, where are they feeling blocked? Um, just like different things that are going on. I have to be able to pull out like, okay, this may be where this is coming from, like, let's rework it. Let's feel it. Let's move in this way. I have to kind of play detective and search for what is quote unquote wrong so that we can navigate that piece because a lot of my clients come to me and it's because like they haven't felt anything from the past. They're like, help guide me through what I've experienced. And that's my job. But I've fallen victim to searching in my own life for those pieces. Like, where can I do some fixing? Where is there room for growth? And it caused me to, and I've admitted this in my sisterhood wound episode as well, but it's it causes me to notice in other people as well, like where without them asking me to, I'm noticing where their shadows are really loud and surfacing. And like, if they were to work it back or if they were to reframe and move forward in a different way, they could have a lot easier time. And I'm being super general about this, but I, yeah, have, have, caught myself multiple times in looking for what is wrong so that we can grow, grow more good. Right. But I don't want you to, while shadow work and shadow integration is fucking incredible. Like I love her game changing, life changing relationship, changing completely altering your state of being. We have to be very careful not to, be constantly on the hunt for shadows. If they're surfacing and we can notice them, 
that's powerful. That's powerful shit. And then we can work with them, but do not go looking for them because you will change the lens to which you are viewing the world to now be searching for them at all times. And you will find them. You will, because you are conditioned to. I think that there's a time and place where it's okay to tune in and look for them and be able to pick them out, but don't get into the habit of searching for things to be wrong. That is where I have fucked up and I've had to recalibrate back to the opposite end and searching for the gift. But again, as long as you have the awareness and you're moving in the direction of just noticing, then it's okay. It's okay. Just don't get stuck there. So first of all, what are shadows even? Like we're talking about shadow work, but like, what are shadows? And I always describe shadows as like the little bits and pieces of ourselves. Maybe they're not so much big bits and pieces. Maybe they're really big chunks of ourselves that we don't like. We reject, we avoid. They're pieces of us that we run from. And maybe you're sitting here and just hearing me say that has brought some ideas to mind. Like, oh yeah, I cannot fucking stand this about myself. I want you to just, again, bring that into your awareness. Let it be there. Don't try and push it away. Don't try to change it. It just is. These pieces of us, what makes them a shadow is not that they're quote unquote bad, but that they are tied to pain. They're tied to pain, most likely from trauma, big T or little t trauma. And our shadows end, end up manifesting in the present as different patterns of behaviors, thought processes, emotions, and pieces of ourselves that we reject. And in some cases, we completely identify with them. So like I was saying, if there's something that came to mind then you're already aware of it. And there's probably an aspect of rejection, but sometimes we can recognize our shadows by observing our judgments of other people. What opinions do you find yourself making of others? Like what is a pet peeve of yours that somebody else does? This is providing a mirror you don't, you're not going to want to hear this, but this is providing a mirror for you and is reflecting your shadows back to you. And they could be reflecting back in one of two ways. One of them being, this is something that you have within you. This is an, a piece of yourself that you are recognizing in this other person, or it could be an opportunity for you to recognize, oh, I'm being judgmental and that is the shadow because a judgment being somebody who is being judgmental in a negative sense, in a critical sense, like I'm looking at somebody and like, what the fuck is she doing? What a weirdo. That is like not, not a really kind judgment to make. And that is revealing to me that there's an insecurity on my end 
And that's where the shadow lies is in that insecurity, but it's manifesting as me being judgmental. So the shadow isn't necessarily that I'm a judgmental person. It's that I'm have an insecurity and that is what is hiding in the shadow. That's what makes it a shadow is because it's underneath what's at the surface. So just another example of my own life and my own experience is an insecurity in my own voice. I was really, really shy growing up. I literally hid behind my mom like when when there were people I didn't really know. There was my mom had this little store and next door there was a guy that owned a small little restaurant, like a little standalone restaurant. And he was so nice. Like he literally used to make me mac and cheese and chicken nuggets. And that was not on his menu. He would just make it for me because I was a cute little nugget. And like, I was, I was tiny. This is before I was like going to school. I would go to work with my mom and I literally used to stand behind her. Like I would not speak to him, but he's making me like special meals from scratch, just like for me. And I wouldn't even talk to him. Because I was just so, so shy as a little girl. And this like ended up playing out in my life. Like shyness is something that I carried up until like 2020, 2021. I identified as a shy person and that's okay. If you're shy, like no problem. But for me, I saw being shy as a bad thing and as something that I didn't like about myself because it manifested as like social awkwardness. Like I was overthinking what I was saying while I was saying it and would lose my train of thought while I was literally speaking and would be in my head during a conversation. So I couldn't really fully listen to what the person was saying on the other end. And I also just like was so critical of myself while I was speaking, even though like it wasn't that big of a deal. I was really not as embarrassing as I thought I was, but because of my, the way that I viewed this part of myself, it was a shadow. And this trickles into the shadow piece will trickle into every single aspect of your life. And in human design, not in human design, in the gene keys, if you have not looked into your gene keys, by the way, not jinkies like Scooby-Doo, gene keys, like genetic keys. So fucking cool. If you're into like human design and astrology and personality tests, shit like that. Look up your gene keys. If you know your birth time, that's all you need to know. Just go on to, I think it's literally genekeys.com and you can get like a free profile. I have the fucking textbook. I'm, I, it's so cool to me. Um, I'm so excited when I go back to Florida to start digging into that shit again. But where was I going with that? Oh, okay. So yeah, the gene keys speak on shadows. Like there's the shadow side and then there's the gift side. So on one side, I saw my shyness as something that was really, really bad. Um, because I was so insecure. It wasn't the shyness that was the shadow. It's the insecurity. Right. And on the opposing end of that, what I was really hiding from was the fact that deep down, I 
know, and I knew that my voice tells an important ass story. My voice is really fucking powerful. And the more personality tests and human design and gene keys and more shit I do like that, like it's just confirmation again and again and again that I'm meant to share my story and use my voice and share my experience and teach others. Like it's just confirmed, confirmed, confirmed. But I couldn't see the gift side because I hid from it. I just like felt warm and cozy in the shadow because that's just what I had always chosen. And it wasn't until I started viewing and accepting the gift side that I allowed myself to kind of be free from it. And it's, that's just like kind of a simplified version, but what shadow work really does is allows us to better understand the responses that we have. So for me, it was the insecurity was the shadow, but it resulted in shyness. So that was the response. And shadow work can help us to understand these responses so that we're not living in a reactive state of being anymore. We get to understand and trace back the behaviors to something so much bigger, not just the behaviors, the behaviors, the thoughts, the emotions back to the root. So you can write a new narrative on what they mean. In my head, the shyness was social awkwardness and I didn't like that. It was negative, but I got to write a new story about what being shy actually meant. I was just a little bit more reserved. And once I uncovered that it was actually an insecurity, it allowed me to go way deeper and reframe that shit and claim a new identity instead. So a lot of times we see our shadows as something that's bad, but this is because we are not willing to acknowledge the presence of duality in every single experience. So like I said, the Gene Keys describes it as like the shadows versus the gift. There's also the light and the dark, the yin and the yang. There's the presence of the light, the bright gift, the yin, and then the opposing end of the darkness is the yang, the shadow. And in absolutely everything that we do, duality is present. There is a way to view it so that it is positive. There's a way to view it that it is negative. And both are existing at the exact same time. That's why I always say that everything is a choice is because <laughs> there are two sides and oftentimes more. But when we're not willing to acknowledge the fact that there is an opposite end, we only see it as bad. And when I think about this example, I think about forgiveness and I think about my story of my sexual assault experience. When I first toyed with the idea of forgiveness, I was like researching ways to heal from sexual assault trauma. And everyone kept saying, like every every source that I was checking in on was saying, number one, 
you can make all of the fucking steps and you can do everything perfectly. But if you do not learn to forgive, you're not going to heal. And I was like, well, fuck it then, because I'm not going to heal because there's no way that I am forgiving this person who hurt me in such a hellish way. Like there's just no way. And it's funny because, well, not really funny, but funny, I guess. Now I don't see it that way at all. Like I, what I know forgiveness as is way different than what I viewed it as before. So forgiveness, the shadow side was dismissal to me. The shadow side of forgiveness is dismissal, meaning that it's okay. It's whatever. No problem. What you did was fine. Like that's the shadow end. And that is not the truth. But the gift end of forgiveness, the light end is freedom. Freedom for you, peace for you, not for anyone else. Forgiveness is for you. And I have an entire episode on forgiveness. If that's something that you are interested in exploring, it's a great episode. Loved it. Um, But yeah, being willing to acknowledge the two ends of forgiveness. First of all, forgiveness doesn't mean that it's okay. So boom, done. Let's, let's be done with forgiveness. With the dual ends, we're sometimes afraid to go into the light end because it will, we think it will invalidate the opposing end, but there's, there's no invalidating going on. They're just both existing at the same time. Where there's dark, there is always light. Where there's a shadow, there's always the gift. You can't have one without the other. And through the practice of shadow work, we create such a deep sense of self. We create such a deep inner knowing because we can understand what these pieces of ourselves that we've been rejecting for so long, the pieces that we don't like about ourselves, we can finally understand what the fuck those things truly mean. We can create a new truth for them instead of just accepting, not even accepting, but like fighting the pieces that we currently believe, even though they're things that we don't like, which is going to drastically shift again, every single experience of your life. It'll allow you to create deeper relationships, create deeper connections, have a deeper connection with yourself. And my God, a bus is just pulling up outside and just uh, hopefully you couldn't hear that. And confidence. And that is the biggest piece for me, honestly, like confidence has been everything in my journey. And I would not have it if I did not go and do some shadow work. So if you are looking to heal, I'm just going to leave that as general as possible. You can apply healing in whatever way fits best for you. But if you're looking to tiptoe into the healing space, shadow work is an absolute must. If you want to break patterns, break cycles of limitation, if you want to understand yourself to the deepest capacity that you possibly can, 
you cannot avoid shadow work. Shadow work seems really scary. It seems like it's going to be a lot. It seems like it's going to be time consuming. Like we don't want to do it. We don't want to admit these things to ourselves. We don't want to look at them because they're dark. They're not bright and shiny and sparkly and packaged up with a cute golden bow. (laughs) They're not. And that's okay, but they are necessary. They just are. You cannot live on one side of the spectrum or you could, you could try, but the other end will smack you in the face. It will. And you can just experience that for yourself. You can avoid one side of the spectrum for so long. The other side will smack your ass. So if you are looking to start your shadow work journey, you can start by you can start by asking yourself what pieces of myself and use these as journal prompts, get out your journal, write these down or take out your notes app on your phone, reflect on your walk. If you're walking, reflect on your drive. If you're driving, what parts of myself am I rejecting? Where do I notice these pieces the most? Who am I with when I notice these things? What is the first memory that I can think of where I experience this sensation? What is my number one pet peeve in others? Where can I admit that this is a reflection of myself? And you can start with those prompts just to crack open the doors to shadow work. And if you need any guidance, if you need any guidance or support through navigating shadow work, please do not hesitate to reach out. I am a trauma-informed life coach and this is my cup of tea. I fucking love shadow work. I will pull you out of the trenches, baby. Let's go. It's time to take healing seriously in 2024. If you're about, let's do it. Shoot me a message. One-to-one coaching is open. I have two spaces left in January and be on the lookout for Rebloom, my group program opening back up early this year. More details to come soon. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy that you've decided to dabble in shadow work and I am so excited for what's to come for you in this exploration. Wishing you all the best, sending you a big squish and some love, and we'll talk in the next episode.